Hello and welcome to season two of Bike Tales, recorded in Chichester on England's south coast. In this episode, I'm meeting Carly Sitwell and Louise Goldsmith, two ladies who are on a mission to restore a landmark on Centurion Way, a walking and cycling route in the city. Both have lived in their homes in Chichester for many years, Carly in the centre of the city and Louise outside in one of the harbour villages. Carly is 83 and has always liked to get around by bike. I was a nurse. I suppose you're always a nurse, really. I trained at St Thomas's Hospital and I had a flat in Battersea, so I used to cycle backwards and forwards to St Thomas's on along the south of the river, past, you know, where the MI5 building is and Vauxhall and all of that. My most vivid memory of all of that was when I fell off my bicycle at Lambeth Bridge roundabout and everybody stopped. I was in my outdoor uniform because we weren't allowed to travel in our indoor uniform. So they knew I was a nurse and they were all mortified that I'd fallen off. (laughs) And I was so embarrassed. Later, when Carly moved to Sussex and worked as an occupational health nurse, she cycled Centurion Way as a way of getting her daily exercise and practising the healthy lifestyle she was trying to promote in her job. Carly has lost her confidence to cycle recently, mainly due to her fear of losing her balance in busy traffic and the fact that she feels the present cycleways in the city and inner ring road are inadequate and unsafe. I sadly miss actually not cycling and maybe... If it was a bit easier and there were cycleways, I wouldn't be so frightened, honestly. The thing I liked about it, which I miss most, is that it takes me that bit further. I can walk to Centurion Way now, but I can't walk up it as well. It's too much, you know, whereas on a bike I could do both. And I miss that a lot. Louise still cycles, but recognises why Carly doesn't feel confident on a bike in Chichester at the moment. I think you're more aware of your frailty as you get older and your balance. So sometimes you think, oh, perhaps I shouldn't go out. And then you have to say, I'm going, I'm doing it. On a bike, you're so much more vulnerable. You really are. I do think compared to when we were biking years ago, there's a lack of civility to bike riders. Cyclists have been in some ways demonized. I'm not a demon. I'm an environmentalist. I'd rather bike because it's better for the environment. I'd rather enjoy the outside life. And I pay my taxes and I have equal right to the road. Like Carly, Louise's introduction to cycling in Chichester also came about by way of promoting a healthier lifestyle. We moved to England from Wales back in the early 80s. There were conditions about leaving Wales, which is where my heart is, really. My husband, who was a dreadful smoker, he gave up smoking for six months. And at Christmas, we went down to the sitting room where we always have our open presents. And there were three beautiful Peugeot bikes. And I said to my husband, how how have you afforded this? And he said, I am so ashamed to say that I put all the money that I would buy a cigarette away and that was bought for really top class Peugeot bikes. He said, I am so ashamed. And we all went out biking and my kids are really outdoor people. And my son still bikes 
30, 40 miles a day sometimes. We just went out and enjoyed ourselves. We could bike to West Wittering and we explored all the little lanes round on the Manhood Peninsula, which were unknown in those days and it was quite safe. Carly and Louise were brought together by a love of cycling, a passion for the environment and Centurion Way. The route is one of many active travel pathways scattered around the UK, which came into being after sweeping changes to the British railway system in the 1950s and 1960s, as swathes of rural railway routes were closed due to low passenger numbers or lack of profitability. The railway line, which ran from Chichester to Midhurst, 23 miles north, was closed, and in 1994, the land and its contents were offered to the local council to purchase. The line was offered to West Sussex County Council, and they purchased the line from Midhurst to Chichester. And that was complete with rails and everything. And it was quite clever because there was a lot of very good worthwhile scrap metal there. And so they made them quite a lot of money, which they ploughed back in. The council worked with Sustrans, a walking, wheeling and cycling charity, to turn the disused line into an active travel corridor. A local schoolboy named Ben Adams chose the name Centurion Way to reflect the area's Roman history. And in 1995, a five-mile stretch between Chichester and Lavant was opened. At the time, it heralded a new opportunity for active travel in the city. But although the route has always been very popular, it has not led to improvements elsewhere. The saddest thing is, Louise and I were in the records office the other day looking up some minutes of papers and things, and we went back to 95 when Centurion Way was officially opened and it was adopted by West Sussex County Council to promote active travel. Now, where are we now? It was staggering because we kept going through the papers, 94, 95, and there would be active travel, more cycleways, better health. And 20 odd years on, I, I know all of those words that just repeated, but no action. Centurion Way is a vital route from the urban centre to the countryside that surrounds it. It gives people of all ages, incomes and abilities an opportunity to easily access the beautiful South Downs. There's a lady I met who'd actually moved there with her dog because not only was she disabled in a wheelchair, but she had a dog and because she was partially blind. And she moved there specially so she could exercise her dog. She's not alone. I met a whole group of them, about five or six, and they all meet up and they make them yeah. from all other parts of the area. And it's their day out. And, you know, they, they don't have the access like we have. So, you know, whether it's mobility or bikes, but that provides people the opportunity to get up from the city to enjoy the countryside outside the city. And what could be better than that? But it isn't just the council's ambitions for healthier travel routes that haven't weathered well over the last two decades. Alongside Centurion Way, the Southern Arts Council devised an art trail, the centrepiece of which was an ornate archway. 
It was made of a minesweeper, the actual rib of a minesweeper. Turn it upside down and it makes a wonderful arch. This guy, Richard Farrington, created this wonderful arch with sculptures on the top. And the sculptures on the top were made of metal, galvanized, and they were mythical creatures. He went into primary schools with the children and they created these drawings of these animals, which he then made into galvanized sculptures. And they sat atop this arch. And it was sadly that after standing there for 20 years, it rotted and so it had to be taken down. In 2020, after the archway had been missing for four years, Carly decided to try and locate it. She turned to Louise, who at the time was a local councillor. Carly phoned me up and said, where's this arch? (laughs) You're the local member and can you find it, please? So that's what we did. And we went and had a visit at it. And then we went back to Carly's house and you had the designer, Richard Farrington. And we sat, it was a lovely summer's day and had coffee and delicious biscuits in your garden. And then we went back into COVID and then Carly phones up and says, are we doing anything about this? What are we doing? And since then, we have been working together The two of them set about trying to locate the arch and the sculptures that once decorated it. And they were just in time. It went missing for a little while, but we went and found it again. Somebody was going to throw it on the tip, which was terrifying. It wasn't their fault, really. You know, the place is so big, they were having a clear out. Anyhow, we saved it. They're all safe and they're in West Sussex County Council depot at Drayton. With the remains of the arch safe, they came up with a plan to recreate the damaged part. We're ready to go. I've got the most wonderful blacksmith who's going to recreate the arch in metal because highways won't have it, obviously, in wood. And we really want to put it back because it is a fantastic statement. It's a really good reference point and a meeting place for everybody. We really want to actually put it back for the people of the city and to celebrate our heritage. They need to raise £15,000 to do the work to reinstate it. But that hasn't been their biggest obstacle. They ran up against a problem that neither of them could have foreseen. It's quite hard work trying to find money, but it's even at the moment harder work trying to get agreed ownership. We know who owns the land, which is West Sussex County Council, but at the moment we have no record of its installation and no record of who owns it. When you're doing some serious fundraising, which Carly is doing brilliantly on, we really need to know the facts. Who owns the arch? Who's the liability? Who accepted it? And that's a mystery because that's not in the records office. It's not in any of the minutes. I've no doubt that if anyone can get to the bottom of this mystery of ownership, it'll be Carly and Louise. They are pretty determined. Although it's just an archway, it's a symbol of how valued this five-mile stretch of cycle route is, and it has the potential to be an even more important transport link. Nobody actually knows that you can bike from West Wittering right up to Singleton. There's some great tourist things. And if we do actually have the chem route, we'll be able to connect up to Bosham. There's a huge amount of connectivity, which would be great for youngsters, old people, everybody to get out and enjoy on their bike. There's another thing that would make Centurion Way even more of an asset. 
If you've been paying close attention, perhaps you noticed that at the beginning I mentioned the railway line was 23 miles long, but that the bike path was only five miles long. The vast majority of it remains unopened, and you might be surprised to learn why. It's always been the aspiration to do Chichester to Midhouse, which would be an amazing bike ride. But the problem is that there are tunnels, and within those tunnels are some very, very important bat colonies, which are extremely rare. And we have the battle of the bats and the bikes at the moment. And there's been an awful lot of work going into that. So one hopes that there may one day be a resolution. Whether it's bats or bureaucrats, there's always an obstacle for cycling advocates to negotiate. But once again, I'm struck by the potential for Chichester to be so much more. And how wonderful it would be if the railway closures that once severed the connection between Midhurst and Chichester were the key to creating a new sustainable transport link between them. Next time on Bike Tales, a woman who is turning personal tragedy into a spur to try an incredible challenge on a bike. I've always turned to fitness and exercise to give me my positive energy, make me feel good about myself. And I think this is just, it just seems so exciting. Go to France, cycle up some mountains, try not to die. Bike Tales is written, produced and presented by me, Claire Mansell, at storysolutions.net. If you'd like to know more about the podcast or to listen to the first season, which was recorded in Canada's capital city, head to storysolutions.net slash biketales. And for details on the campaign to restore the Centurion Way arch, links and a map that shows the locations we mentioned in Chichester, check out the show notes. <laughs>